For the fans in the Midwest, but heard coast to coast. The ones that bleed red and yellow. This is the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. Hello and welcome to your very first episode of your Red Friday edition of the Another Screenplay Chiefs Podcast. I am your host, as always, Travis Steffen. Today we're going to be talking about the preview of the Eagles coming to Kansas City to take on your Kansas City Chiefs. There's a lot to go into, but I want to start off with the Eric Berry injury and how that's going to be replaced. Now, of course, you cannot replace Eric Berry, but I think that between Daniel Sorensen and Eric Murray, who has been sitting behind Eric Berry for the last year and who played as a slot corner in college, will be stepping into most of Barry's roles and kind of playing either coverage or uh, a little bit up high, but he's that guy that plays a lot like Eric Barry, and he's always wherever the ball ends up. Anytime you see uh, a play made, whether it's in the run game or if it's a catch, catch by a receiver, Eric Barry is right there. And we saw him a little bit last year, and then we saw him in the preseason. And outside of that one missed tackle that everyone liked to blow up on him for in, I think, the week one game, he looked really good. In fact, he had, I think it was against the Bengals, he had a really good pass breakup when he came in and hit the receiver right as he caught the ball and knocking it loose on third down and making the Bengals go for a field goal. Now... Like I said, I don't think that Eric Berry can be replaced, and if you've listened to me or followed me on any of social media or any of my articles, you know that I think that Eric Berry is probably the best safety in the NFL. He can do everything, and he proved a lot of people wrong against the Patriots, and a lot of people like to say that he cannot cover, that he is just garbage when it comes to coverage, but he shut down the best tight end in the NFL. And so once again, I will not be listening to anybody trying to tell me otherwise. He is a good coverage safety. He can play up high. He can play down low in the box. He can move all over the place. And that's one thing that I want to talk about why I think that it won't be as big of a loss just because in this, in the Bob Sutton defense, the safeties don't play just one role. And whether it's from game to game or snap to snap, a lot of them move around and switch roles. So as you saw in the um, the New England game, you saw Eric Berry playing up against, at the line, Gronkowski. And you saw him playing coverage all night. Whereas if you go back to the Steelers playoff game, he was playing up high. So he can do anything and... That's what the Bob Sutton and the Chiefs ask from their safeties, which is a lot, but they ask them to be able to play a little bit of everything, and that's why I am so thrilled that we have such great depth at the position, and so you will see a little bit of Eric Murray and Daniel Sorensen kind of taking on bits and pieces of what Eric Berry would have done if he was still here. Um, so going into the the home opener for the Kansas City Chiefs first home game and we're bringing the Eagles to town and Doug Peterson who is one of your former former uh offensive coordinators and he grew his career 
working under Andy Reid, all the way back to playing for Andy Reid as Andy Reid as a quarterback in Philadelphia. So you're going to see a lot of the same kind of offense, and um, you'll see that a lot of what Peterson does in his offense he took from Andy Reid's playbook. But I am. I am personally not scared of the Philadelphia offense. I know that they just put up, I think, 30 points against the Redskins last weekend. But I'm sorry, the Redskins' defense is not good. And you're you're bringing into town, coming against you know a top five defense. And while we still have you know our injuries with Eric Berry and Steven Nelson. I think that we're still a very top five defense and with Carson Wentz being in year two, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles don't really have a very good run game, nor does Doug Peterson really like to play the run. Uh, in fact, he's more of using the pass to open up the run, which hasn't really helped a whole lot because Carson Wentz still has a lot of trouble throwing down the field like deep kind of like what a lot of people say about Alex Smith. Um, You saw, if you watched the Redskins-Eagles game from last weekend, there was a lot of passes that, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but there was a couple passes that the receiver was wide open deep and Carson Wentz just couldn't get there. So you'll see him make attempts downfield, but I'm not worried about it because... Even when he does throw down the field, it's not always very accurate. And so, honestly, if if I was the defensive coordinator, I would probably be playing a single high safety kind of defense and putting that extra man in the box. Um, and that's not for their run game, really. Uh, they brought in LeGarrette Blunt this year, and honestly, I think they're using him completely wrong because they keep wanting him to run outside of the tackles when he's more of an inside-the-tackles kind of back. And then you have Darren Sproles still, who's a speedy guy, and I expect for them to use him more in the passing game. Um, that's one of the similar things you'll see from the Eagles offense as the Chiefs offense in the fact that they like to use their running backs in the pass, pass game. Excuse me. So last week, the Eagles were up almost the whole entire game, yet they threw 70% of their plays. So only on 30% of the snaps did they run the ball. And they struggled against a Redskins defense. So you can only imagine how they're going to do against the Chiefs defense. Now, I know that the Chiefs struggled last year against the run, but they have significantly improved. Uh, You have a lot of key guys coming back from injury. You have uh, Benny Logan brought in from Philadelphia to help with a little bit of that. But... Justin Houston being back especially, that takes away a whole side. So I expect them, when they do run, to try and run straight at D Ford, who is still struggling against the run. Um, Another thing to watch for is the Philadelphia offensive line is not nearly as good as the New England's line. Um, I'm not saying that they're you know just trash or anything, but they're not nearly as... New England has a top offensive line. I would I would say probably around, you know, five to seven range. And Tom Brady doesn't like to leave the pocket. So you're having a little bit of a different 
uh, game plan this week in the sense that you're going against a weaker line and you're not going to be seeing Justin Houston and D Ford dropping back into coverage for a whole half, which will be nice. You'll see them going after the quarterback, but it will be different because Carson Wentz is able to get outside of the pocket to buy himself some time, but they like the short to lower intermediate routes. So that's where I want to bring in that, you know, single high formation and have that extra safety down low to help cover some of those, you know, quick throws because they're going to be trying to get it out of Wentz's hands almost immediately when he has Justin Houston coming at him. So I expect for a lot of, you know, short slants, screens, uh, passes out of the backfield. And um, as far as on the defensive side for the Eagles, they just lost their starting corner that they actually just traded quite a decent amount of uh, revenue for, and he he will be out probably four to six weeks, and they they really don't have an answer behind him. So honestly, the best way to attack this defense uh, would definitely be passing the ball, intermediate routes. Um, the front seven for the Eagles is very solid. They have a lot of key players on that. Uh, defensive line in in the linebacker group even with Benny Logan leaving town so I don't expect for Kareem Hunt to have you know a game like he did last week and I don't expect the offense to have that kind of game as they did last week even though they're going against I wouldn't say really weaker defense but just a different shift the Eagles have a better front seven than New England but New England has a better secondary um Like I said last podcast, I don't expect for Alex Smith to be throwing for 300 yards this game. Would it be great? Yes. And do I think he can? Yes. But I don't see it happening. Um, This is also one of those games that in my mind feels like one of those trap games. That they just, you know, won the biggest game and went into New England and just come fourth quarter just demolished them. And, you know, so they're feeling really good about themselves. They're feeling very confident and this is one of those games where you know right after a big win Chiefs tend to kind of hang back and I, I don't know if it's just not preparing as well because they're that confident I don't, I don't want to say it's that but they tend to lose some of these kind of trap games and so I really hope that we can see some of what we saw last week in New England from the offense, and I want to see Smith push the ball down the field, considering it's their secondary that's their weakness. But, you know, it's kind of like the Carolina Panthers last year. Their secondary was their weakness. It was very young, a lot of rookies, and Alex Smith couldn't exploit it. So we will see how they go about it. But like I said, I think the best key way is to attack deep and intermediate routes get Tyreek Hill open they're not going to be able to cover him they're not going to be able to stop Travis Kelsey like New England did so I expect them to try and bracket Kelsey a little bit but I think that throwing those intermediate routes is the way to go if you want to win this game and I think that I want to see a little more um of Demetrius Harris. I've really liked what I've seen from him. And I, I was one of the guys that I picked to step up last game and he did for a drive, but then he was just kind of non-existent. They didn't really put him into the offense. I want to see another 
uh, I want to see him take the next step forward and be able to have a dual threat at tight end, especially for teams that are going to be bracketing Travis Kelsey. And that will help a lot with that. That will help a lot getting um, Tyreek Hill open. Um, something that I noticed a lot more going back over the film was that the Chiefs had Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill lined up on the same side multiple times in the Patriots game. And that I love that. You know, a lot of people want to spread it out. But when you have both of those guys on the same side of the field, it draws so much defense to that side of the field, leaving the other side wide open. And one of them will break loose because you're going to have bracketing and, you know, players getting mixed up, trying to cover both of them. So I want to see them exploit that, take advantage of a weak secondary. And if Alex Smith can have another 300-yard game, fantastic. Don't see it happening, but I would love to see it. And I don't expect Kareem Hunt to get back to last week, breaking another record, but this will be a good test for Kareem Hunt and the offensive line. They're playing a lot better front seven. Philadelphia likes to bring blitzes, so we will really get to see what this offensive line can do. Can they still be dominant against a really good front seven or... Even, I mean, even if they, you know, just hold their own weight against a front seven, that'd be fantastic. And see what Kareem Hunt can do against, you know, a front seven he hasn't faced before. He hasn't, you know, even in, you know, you could say, I guess Seattle was probably the best uh, opportunity to go against a front seven. But, you know, that's preseason. So I want to see what he can do if, you know, I don't, I probably expect him to be more in the, shy of 100 yards rushing, um, maybe 50 receiving yards kind of thing. So that's what that's what I expect from the offense. I expect Peters – or not Peters. Why am I saying Peters? Uh, I, I expect Tyreek Hill to have a good game. And I will actually be writing an article on Tyreek Hill over on Arrowhead Addict uh, following the game, probably you know midweek next week. And kind of going over how his first two games went as a number one receiver and see how he has developed over a full offseason, what he has improved, and what we can expect going forward. So that will definitely be something to check out next week. Uh, I have an article coming out either today or tomorrow about the race for the AFC West, so go check that out. I explain why the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West again. Um, I don't see all this hype on the Raiders uh, just because they got Marshawn Lynch. They're still one in five with Derek Carr against the Chiefs, so I expect them to give them you know a little pounding whenever they do play the Raiders. But we're talking Eagles, so it'll it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what Peterson tries to do to beat his former uh, kind of role model, I guess you could say, uh, the guy that you know brought him up and taught him everything he knows and what he's going to try and do to confuse Reed and Sutton. But he is—he knows the key players on both sides of the ball. He wasn't here when Tyreek Hill was, but he he knows the defense. Uh, he I guess he knows how to further exploit the defense or take advantage of certain situations. But I expect Terrence Mitchell to take a step forward. He had kind of a rough start to the game last week. And I expect him to, he'll probably still have a couple struggles 
uh, especially if he's going up against um, Alshon Jeffrey, who they acquired over the offseason. But I expect him to have a better game and to play more like in the deep second half where, you know, some pass deflections. But he, he will probably get beat once or twice. But I expect him to have a better game. Uh, Philip Gaines, I'm hoping, will have a little bit better of a game. Um, I wouldn't say that he played bad, but it's, it's definitely kind of worrisome. But this is not one of the, you know, it's not where he's going not like he's going to get beat deep. Like I said, Wentz ha- struggles with his accuracy deep. and But the main thing was, you know, when New England would break slants and, you know, change directions, he was a little slower to notice or to react. And that's where they took advantage of him last week. And now you had Tom Brady throwing and watching him. So that makes a little bit of a difference considering you have a second-year Carson Wentz playing against him and so I don't expect him to be able to exploit it as well but I'm sure that that is in their game plan to try and take advantage of that so that will definitely be a thing to keep an eye on uh I didn't have any questions or uh anything like that from you guys so that that'll pretty much wrap it up uh a little shorter this time but uh you know I think I think the Chiefs should be able to win this by a decent amount and you know if they play anything like last week they could play 80 percent of what they did last week and still come away with a pretty good deficit so um i will be back next week on tuesday will be your first podcast might be able to slip in one wednesday we'll see and then you'll have your red friday episode on friday of course so um i did get something on twitter asking about getting the podcast over on um podcast addict i think it was so i will be looking into that this weekend and getting that out for you uh android users but as always go over to itunes hit that five star review and you know leave a message and you know if you have a twitter handle leave that there so i can get a hold of you on twitter and thank you for leaving a review now if you if you think this podcast is just garbage and you don't like it please don't don't go rate it. You know, these, these ratings help me get the podcast out there and get the recognition so that it can improve, get to more people. So, uh, definitely let me know what you guys think. Um, after the game, I will be putting out a, you know, a tweet on Twitter, uh, asking you what your, you know, thoughts and takeaways were from the game. I will select some of them, uh, for the podcast when we do the post game on Tuesday and, So let me know what you guys think. I'd love to get you guys more involved in the podcast. Um, Sorry I'm still sounding a little congested, and that's a little bit why this is a little bit shorter of a podcast, just because I can't really breathe. And I am hoping by next week this will be gone. So uh, a lot of good stuff coming up for you guys, and thank you for listening, and check back here on Tuesday. Go Chiefs.